Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You're listening to the Circe Podcast Network. I'm Joshua Gibbs, and this is Proverbial, the podcast where we explore the wisdom of the ages as it comes to us in Proverbs, by which I mean wise sayings a man may live by if he's not so arrogant as to think himself special. Episode 71, Drenched to the Bone. Today's proverb is unattributed. I'll read it twice. May you live in interesting times. Once more. May you live in interesting times. Now, I should say right off that I think everyone has heard this before. It is a Chinese curse, apparently. Everyone knows this to be a Chinese curse. It's commonly traded as such. And there might be some disagreement on where it comes from. But everyone's heard this in the last couple years. I swear. I never heard this when I was younger. But in the last five years, I've heard more and more people comment on the fact that it is a curse in Chinese culture to wish someone interesting times to live in. First thing I'll note is that this is a proverb obviously spoken by older people. It's spoken by older people because, well, as Aristotle says, all proverbs ought to be spoken by older people. Because proverbs are based on experience, they are unfitting in the mouth of the young who have no experience. And thus there's something arrogant about a proverb in the mouth of a young person. 
This proverb in particular is obviously an old person's proverb because young people think that interesting times are the best sort of times to live in. Why are interesting times a curse? Why is it that old people have figured out that you're better off in uninteresting times? Why is it that dull times are better than interesting times? We'll deal with that question in a few minutes. I think the first thing to address is what are times when we refer to the times, the times they are changing? May you live in interesting times. What are the times? Well, to begin with, I would say that the times are an era or an epoch, a discrete body of years that have a beginning and have an ending. The ending and the beginning are usually soft and are only determined in retrospect. Even though they're only determined in retrospect, they're very much experienced in a particular and certain and definite sort of way. What makes the medieval times the medieval times, whatever, uh, what makes the Renaissance uh, the Renaissance, what makes modernity modernity, is a collection of beliefs and practices and habits about taste, culture, politics. The times are determined a distinct um, parameter for a time or the times is determined by the interaction between church and state. The times are known by their architecture. They are known by the way the average person typically spends his surplus income. The times are known by what is fashionable but also how quickly fashions cycle through. And this is one way or one important way of evaluating an era or an epoch or the times. How quickly did people get bored with the things that they were producing? May you live in interesting times. Interesting is a banal description, though. When you don't know what to say about someone's story or claim, you say, oh, that's interesting. It's not committed uh, to any particular judgment. To say that something is interesting is a refusal to judge it. With the exception, of course, of the opposite of interesting, which is boring. But there are plenty of things that are bad and interesting, at least for a short while. Now, bad things can't hold our interest for very long. Really good things hold our interest for a while. But I watched plenty of films I've been captivated by many films that I ultimately decide when the credits roll. That was a lousy film. That was a morally destructive film. Fight Club 
is an interesting movie, but it's godless. That's true of plenty of songs that are interesting enough. It's interesting for a moment to see uh, just how perverse and degraded uh, popular music has become. You could check in, you know, once a year, whenever some new headline comes along. Oh, now it's culturally and socially allowable to talk about this in mixed company. Hmm, interesting. Pathetic, but interesting. People who want interesting times, the sort of people that prompt interesting times by their behavior and by their action, live in a fear of boredom. Times don't have to be interesting. They can be stable, predictable, and the reason people sometimes seek out stability is because they're happy with what they have. They like what they have. They don't want to lose it. And for a thing to be interesting is for it to be a bit unknown. Now, there's plenty of people out there who are so discontent with their lives. There are some people who are so bored with their lives who are incapable of filling their lives with good things, that they would rather have something interesting than something good because they either don't like good things, don't know where to find them, or they've had good things and they became bored with them or indifferent to them. I would say that people also seek out something interesting when they think that good things are easy to come by and that you can give up something good, try out something else for size, and then just go back to the good thing whenever you feel like it. As though good things can be picked up and then put down and picked up again with no real laws. But that's not really how stability works. If you trade a stable life, especially a stable life which you chose for its goodness, because you want goodness on an hourly and daily and weekly basis, and so stability means goodness. If you choose that sort of life and then decide all of a sudden that you're going to put it down and take up something more interesting instead. The odds that you will ever reclaim that goodness to the extent that you had it before are quite low. When people give up goodness in favor of excitement, in favor of the unknown, what's behind door number three, you often have to insult the people who participated in the goodness that you enjoyed before. And you might tell yourself, well, I can reclaim that old life. They love me. They'll take me back. But in choosing something interesting and giving up something good, 
you lose the trust of the people who participated in that stability. And they're going to be reticent to give you all the same privileges, responsibilities that you had before. Interesting is the sort of quality of life that young people are after, generally speaking, because they don't have a steady access to goodness that they both enjoy and can rely on. And that's not really a criticism of youth. That's just the condition of youth. I would say that as your 20s progress, though, you ought to slowly be realizing how little an interesting life can really offer you. As you move past 25, 26, you begin reflecting on the most interesting times in your life and realize that you came very close to destruction many times. And what made them interesting was the unknown. And you know now that the unknown at the time was death, despair, apostasy, jail, a DUI that your career never recovered from. That's what made them interesting. But when you think about the good years, the good years are interesting in retrospect because you weren't trying to make them interesting at the time. And you begin to contemplate what made the good years good. And that's interesting. It's interesting to note that the good years were marked by a somewhat dispassionate approach to pleasure, to the self, even to the unknown. And so by the age of 27 or 28, you start reflecting on the good times and you realize that if you want to bring those things back, you have to switch your desires from intrigue and excitement and interest for something deep. Now, I don't mean to radically redefine the word interest because, uh, I mean, I would say The Brothers Karamazov, interesting book. But that's a sort of simple usage of the word interesting. Like if, if you ask somebody, what do you think of the Brothers Karamazov? And they're like, oh, interesting book. That's a simple-minded, easy sort of judgment to make. Yeah, it's interesting, but why? And there are some things that are interesting because they're profound. But to seek out things that are interesting for their own sake is really to seek out something wild. To seek out something that's interesting for its own sake. I mean, the first time you see a Jackson Pollock painting, you're like, well, that's interesting. But a Jackson Pollock painting is interesting for its own sake. Caravaggio's Seven Works of Mercy, 
is interesting because it's good. And this curse, may you live in interesting times, I think is obviously not a curse in that you're hoping that somebody lives in good times and the good times are interesting. May you live in times that are interesting for their own sake. May you live in times that are interesting to people in the future. When they look back at you and say, wow, how in the world could they have been so naive? How could they have traded away so much simplicity for such chaos? There are a number of issues, and to sort of prove this, there are a number of issues and a number of things that we don't want to be interesting. Right? We don't want interesting Tylenol. When I go to the store, I'm not willing to buy interesting Tylenol. I want boring Tylenol because boring Tylenol works. If I go to the doctor and I have a pain in my side, I don't want an interesting new way of diagnosing that pain. I want the way, I want the form of diagnosis. I want the kind of diagnosis that people have trusted for a long time. I want a very dull sort of diagnosis of the pain in my side. Because interesting means unproven. Really, interesting for its own sake means no guarantees. The promise of something which is interesting for its own sake is you don't know where it's going. But for the things that are most important in life, we want to know where they're going. I am quite happy with my uninteresting marriage. I know people that have interesting marriages. Marriages that I want to hear more about because I'm curious. While I'm curious, I'm curious to know, I'm not curious to try it on. So many of the things that keep our lives going, keep them going because they're not interesting. Interesting times are not going to last. Interesting times can't last because if they do, they're no longer interesting. They're either good or they're destructive. And when they're destructive, they become highly predictable. So interesting is, when we're talking about interesting for its own sake, as opposed to interesting because of being good, interesting because of being wise, but just interesting for its own sake. Interesting for its own sake is not a quality that sustains itself. It's not self-perpetuating. In order to keep interesting times interesting, you have to keep risking a lot over and over and over again. 
And the risk is what creates the unknown. The risk is what drives excitement. It spikes our pulse when we don't know what's going to happen. But the greater work of life is to reconcile yourself to the things that you know are going to happen. Not to try to keep what's going to happen tomorrow some completely unpredictable mystery. The trick is not to surprise yourself tomorrow, but to live in such a way today that you don't mind repeating today, tomorrow. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 